beautiful friend, it's Jisoo. Welcome back to the Head to Toe podcast. From your head to your toe and your body to your soul, this is a space where we chat about all things health and wellness. If you don't know me, hi, I'm a 22-year-old Korean-American living in Los Angeles, California with the intention of helping you live a healthy life and becoming the best version of yourself. So on today's episode, I wanted to have a solo chat with you because I haven't just sat down and had a one-on-one conversation in a really long time. On my Instagram, I asked you guys what you wanted to hear and a lot of you guys said you wanted a life update. And in order to kind of spice things up, I decided I would share the five lessons I've learned this past year that has changed my life. So the very first lesson I learned this past year that has really helped me get to the place that I'm in is focusing on the process instead of the end goal. A lot of the times I would ask myself, how do I know what I actually want to do with my life? And I would start to focus on an end goal, whether it may be going to medical school to become a doctor, but I didn't really understand the process or the lifestyle of a doctor. Does that make sense? So this year, I basically experimented with everything I thought I ever wanted to do or I dreamed of. I thought I wanted to be a doctor, so I shadowed a physician in Colorado who was doing exactly what I wanted to do for an entire week in December of 2021. And so when I started shadowing these doctors, when I started working in the emergency department, I quickly realized that I had been romanticizing the end goal and the title of becoming a doctor. And I wasn't really obsessed and I wasn't really infatuated with the process and with the lifestyle of a physician. And so I realized that I do love health and wellness more than medicine. And wellness is more about helping people create a healthy lifestyle and the healthy habits that they do every single day versus medicine is more about diagnosing and helping people with illnesses and diseases. So what I did is I created a list of everything I ever thought I wanted to do. And on these lists were having a podcast, creating a YouTube channel, creating an Instagram account based on health and wellness. Another thing was I started this podcast because I'd always wanted to do a podcast and I thought to myself, okay, I'm romanticizing the idea of having one, but am I really gonna fall in love with the process? Do I actually enjoy recording? Do I enjoy having conversations with people? Do I enjoy the editing process, the emailing, creating the social media content, all of the nitty gritty things that go behind the scenes? And again, I had always dreamed about creating a YouTube channel and becoming a YouTuber. I actually wanted to create a YouTube channel for the past five years of my life. And ever since 2017, I had been creating small videos in my home by myself. But the thing is, I was romanticizing the idea of being a YouTuber. I would see people, you know, on YouTube just having this glamorous life, filming themselves and basically creating a life and creating a career out of that and i thought you know that life seems amazing it seems so easy it seems so fun right and so as i started doing youtube myself and i started filming myself and creating videos i quickly realized that although i loved the idea and the goal of becoming a youtuber i was not in love with the process i was not in love with the part of filming myself of constantly having a camera in my face and this is also a life update that i want to share is that i have come to feel very restricted with the type of content that i'm creating for a day in my life i will film up to 30 plus minutes of content and I will shorten it to about five to seven minutes. And so I'll have to cut out a lot of parts that are really important to me, but I feel that are are not trendy enough, that are not funny enough, that are not interesting enough. And so it 
didn't feel authentic and it felt too filtered and edited and it felt too self-promotional, if that makes sense. My passion actually lies in this podcast because I love the casual, the intimate, the unfiltered version of a podcast. I love having these deep conversations with you because it makes me feel so much more connected and so much more passionate about what I'm doing versus a YouTube where it's more focused on the aesthetics, on the looks, and it makes me focus more on my body and more focused on my appearance versus the message that I'm sharing. And I truly believe that the people who come to listen to my podcast are very different than the type of content that people are gonna watch on my YouTube channel. You don't owe anyone to keep doing something just for the sake of doing it. It is incredibly smart to let it go. And I think one of the healthiest things that you can do, whether it be a relationship, a friendship, a career, a passion project, is to let go of something when your intuition tells you to let it go versus forcing it because you feel guilty or ashamed or embarrassed for stopping or not quitting, but just for letting things go. So that was the very first update and life lesson I learned is focus on the process and the lifestyle instead of the end goal. Okay, the second life lesson that I have been learning this past year is if I want to change, I need to be honest with myself. What I mean by this is the key to freedom and peace is self-awareness. The more that we are conscious of the things that we're doing, the more that we can free ourselves from them. Basically, last year, I had been bearing a lot of things that I had not addressed in my past, in my childhood, and I'd just been suppressing them deep down inside. I'd just been bearing them and ignoring them, hoping that by working on my academics, going to USC, being a pre-medical student, being in a sorority, traveling the world. But on the inside, I was really struggling. And I saw myself either going left or either going right. Left being in, I could go on this path of pushing through my academics, going to medical school, bearing all of the trauma and the pain that I was going through and just portraying this perfect life and this perfect version of myself, what the world thinks is success, whether that be money, fame, wealth, beauty, all of the things that the world tells you is going to bring you happiness. But then I would look on my right and I would see the path that was hard, where I would stop what I was doing, I would slow down, and I would start to heal myself. I would start to change. And I would start to be incredibly honest with myself and the things that I was struggling with. I decided in that moment that I was going to take the harder path and I was going to slow down and I was going to start healing myself. And I was going to start becoming more self-aware of all that unhealthy habits, mentally, physically, emotionally that I was doing. And the thing is, we don't like to be alone in our thoughts. We try to avoid silence whenever possible. Think about it. When you're driving to work, do you listen to music? Do you listen to a podcast? Maybe you're listening to this, but when we start to tune out the opinions, the expectations, the obligations of the world, and we start to tune into our own voice without these distractions and these external thoughts, it can be really scary because for me, I started to ask myself, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what I like. I don't even know what I want without the world telling me what I should like and what I should want. I didn't know who I was without the world telling me who I was supposed to be. For so long, I had been this version of myself online. I had attached my self-worth to being a pre-med student. And now that I no longer had that title, now that I no longer had my Instagram, and that is a life update I wanted to share with you, is that 
When I graduated from college back in May 2021, I also decided to permanently delete my Instagram account. And if you want me to share more about that journey, I highly recommend that you listen to my very first episode with my childhood best friend. We go into an hour-long conversation about our journey with Instagram, about our story. Anyways, I decided last year because I wanted to take my faith seriously, I felt so clearly from God telling me that Jisoo, this is your idol. This is the thing that you are grabbing onto. This is where you are putting your entire self-worth into. For other people, it could be drugs, it could be money, it could be sex, it could be friendships, it could be relationships. But for me, it was my Instagram account. I depended on that like a drug. The likes that I would get, the comments, craved the approval of other people so badly. And it's because I wasn't getting that love from God. And I knew that the only thing, the only person that could ever fulfill me in the way that I needed to was Jesus, was God. And he was telling me in that moment, Jisoo, I love you. I want an intimate relationship with you. I could not be giving my heart to the world and I could not also be giving my heart to God. And so I decided in that moment that I was going to permanently delete my Instagram, which was the craziest and most life-changing decision of my life. And I know that sounds so stupid and so over the top excessive and dramatic, but it truly changed my life. And I can tell you that it's been an absolute crazy journey, but in the process of deleting my permanent Instagram account, that nine months of not having any social media and just spending time alone with my thoughts, not taking photos all the time, not posting what I was doing, really just reading self-development books, listening to other podcasts, reading the Bible, spending time with God, spending time with myself, journaling. If we want to change, we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to be honest with the habits and the things that we're doing on a daily basis. I knew that I wanted to change my life. I wanted to heal from the trauma, the self-shame, the anger, the guilt, all of the mental health issues that I was going through. But how could I change my life if I wasn't willing to sacrifice anything? I just want to challenge you and say this from a place of love. You need to be honest with yourself. You need to be authentic and transparent with the unhealthy habits that you currently have, whether it be a social media addiction, a drug addiction, a relationship, friendships, the habits that you're doing, the things that you're watching. You need to be incredibly careful with the things that you're doing. That is the third life lesson that I want to transition into is who you talk to, What you watch and what you do with your time will define who you are. If I swapped lives with you right now, tomorrow, and I got up in the morning and I did your morning routine, I scrolled on your Instagram account, I went on your YouTube channel, I logged into your TikTok account, I had your Netflix, I saw your text messages, I hung out with your friends, would I get an accurate depiction of who you want to be and the type of person that you are aiming to become? And I think a lot of the times we're so busy with our lives, we're so busy with social media, with the music we listen to, everything about our lives is so busy, it's buzzing with noise. And we don't take the time to just filter everything out and to be still and to be silent and to almost be lonely, to almost be alone. We never, ever, ever want to be alone anymore. And I know you tell me, okay, Jisoo, I'm an introvert. I like to stay alone. I like to be in my bed. But can I ask you, we have this idea of introverts being the type of person where we're in our beds and an introvert means we're either watching Netflix, watching YouTube, you know, binging a new series or a TV show, right? 
But the thing is, you're never alone with yourself. You're still watching something. You're still reading something. You're still consuming something. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this advice before, but I take this wholeheartedly and I think about this all the time. You will become the three closest people in your life. And I want to ask you, who are you talking to on a daily basis? When you hang out with your friends, what do you want to share with them? Is it things that you're complaining about, about gossip, about what this girl is doing, what that girl is doing? That is a huge lesson that I've been learning is taking a step back. And if I want to really change and elevate my life and become the best version of myself and really live a purpose-driven life that is focused on glorifying God, truly living for his will, his purpose, being so passionate and fulfilled with the life that I'm living, I have to be incredibly, incredibly intentional with the things that are going in my mind and what I am consuming. This is what I would tell my best friend or this is what I would want my best friend to tell me. Start to have an audit of your life and the things that you are looking into and you will quickly realize what you are starting to value. So the fourth life lesson that I want to share with you that I've been asking over and over again is what is my intention? Am I planting a seed or am I planting a weed? And I think a lot of the times we are not really aware of our intention behind things because a lot of the times what we do is we design our lives around achieving a certain goal because we think that it's going to make us happy. But the thing is that we're not really searching for a thing or an object or a title. What we really want is the feeling that the title, that the object, that the position is going to give us. We start to live in this illusion that happiness comes from an external measure of success. But what we really want is the feeling that we think we're going to get. And when we finally get what we want, when we finally find success, a lot of the times it doesn't lead to happiness. And in this day and age, everyone always says, do what makes you happy, do what's best for you, whatever that may be. And I don't like that advice because I don't think our purpose in life is to achieve happiness. That is a temporary feeling. Happiness is not permanent. That is just an emotion that comes and goes in waves. But what I focus on is creating purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in whatever I may be doing. It could be the smallest thing as washing my dishes, but if I have a purpose, a meaning, and a true genuine intention behind it, which is to be grateful for the fact that I even have dishes, that I'm able to clean up after myself, that I know that this is going to set me up for success the next time around so that I'm not having to do dishes late at night, whatever it may be. When we focus on the satisfaction that comes from living a meaningful life, everything we do will start to matter no matter what it is. And when we do what matters, we start to matter. We start to feel better about ourselves. Our lives start to be elevated even though nothing else has changed. And I just want to encourage you and ask you, what is your intention with the things that you are doing in every aspect of your life? It could be your career, it could be your friendships, it could be your relationships, it could be your dream home, whatever it may be, your travels. It could even be as simple and as pure as traveling. Traveling in itself is not a bad thing. It's an incredible thing. But what I was doing was I was filling a void of the feeling of, Oh, maybe once I travel to a new country, once I experience this new city, once I go to this new destination and I get that temporary high, 
then I'm going to finally be happy. Then my life will be exciting. Then life will actually be meaningful enough. But the thing is, all these external goals can never, ever, ever satisfy your internal factor. Living a life that has purpose and it has fulfillment is going to give you so much more contentment than just chasing after happiness. And this really ties into the very last life lesson that I want to share that I have really been focusing on this past year. You have to heal yourself before you can heal others. And I think that's so evident with people is people can tell when you are healed, when you are loved, when you are fulfilled on your own, when you have a sense of deep contentment within yourself, you're able to just overflow with this love that people are gravitated towards. And I started therapy after I graduated to really focus on my mental health, to focus on the things that I've been really struggling with, to deal with my, not deal with, but to understand, to have compassion for, to really heal and forgive and let go of all the trauma that I went through as a young child that I never, ever, ever accepted or even acknowledged. This past year has been so much of just internal reflection and growth and healing and it's been one of the most difficult, hard, challenging, frustrating times but it's also been the most liberating, rewarding, incredible experiences and I just want to say that the combination of therapy, of journaling and having time alone to really reflect in your thoughts and to really reflect on who you are, what you want in this world and and the impact that you wanna make, it will change your life. I promise that if you just give a couple months to spend time alone to find some sort of therapy, it may not be actual therapy for you. It could be walking every day. It could be journaling. It could be meditating. It could be reading books. It could be healing on your own. It doesn't have to be therapy exactly, but I also highly recommend getting professional help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help, and that is actually a sign of courage and of strength. And I just want to encourage you and say that if you've been wanting to start your healing journey, start it today. Don't hesitate and give yourself the patience, the grace, and the compassion that you need. And I promise you it will be the best decision that you've ever made. So those were the five lessons that I've been learning this past year. If you enjoyed this episode and found value in this conversation, please don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple or Spotify. It only takes a couple of seconds, but it really makes a huge difference for me. And the best thing that you can do to support my podcast is to just share this with another friend, with another family member, text it to someone that you know that would really resonate with this message. I hope you have the most amazing day and I'll catch you guys next time.